Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Here's today's message. Our scripture this morning comes from James chapter 1, verses 21 through 25. And our message is titled, Doers, Not Hearers Only. James chapter 1, verses 21 through 25. Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. The Word of God. So God wants you to know whether your faith is genuine or not. Knowing your faith is genuine is a wonderful assurance. But thinking you're saved when you're not is the most frightening deception imaginable. In Matthew 7, 21-23, Jesus speaks of those who call him Lord and even do miracles in his name, but aren't redeemed. 2 Timothy Chapter 3, verse 5, speaks of those who have a form of godliness, but deny its power. They are religious, but lost. They think they are Christians, but they are not. Deception like that is a tragedy. But you do not need to fall victim to it, because God gives us, in the book of James, a series of tests to tell whether our faith is genuine or not. We start by laying aside all filthiness and wickedness and receiving God's Word. So before we can grow spiritually and begin to understand God's Word, we must remove the sin from our lives. Laying aside the sin literally means having put off, like you would take off dirty clothes. You cannot receive God's Word and harbor sin at the same time. See, there's a past, present, and future part to our salvation. The past occurred when Christ died on the cross to pay the price for our sins. The present is the power through the Holy Spirit to be sanctified or set apart from the sin. And the future is when we are ultimately saved from the presence of sin for eternal life and glorification. The Word was implanted within you by the Holy Spirit at the time of your salvation. It is the source of power and growth for your new life in Christ. Your responsibility is to receive it in purity and humility so it can do its sanctifying work. If your heart is pure and humble, you will set aside all resentment, anger, and pride so you can learn God's truth and apply it to your life. Remember John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus said, If you love me, 
keep my commandments. If you truly love him, you will desire to obey him and will receive his word so you can know his will for your life. As you receive the word, the Holy Spirit empowers you to live according to its principles. A doer of the word obeys what scripture says. Don't just do, but be a doer. Meaning your entire lifestyle should represent godly living. Again, how do you know what godly living is? By reading and studying the Bible, the Word of God. Effective Bible study is built on really three questions. What does the Bible say? What does it mean? And how does it apply to my life? Each of those questions is important. However, you really need to focus on applying the Word of God in your life. This is emphasized throughout the Old and New Testaments. In 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 10 to 15, Naaman's leprosy was healed by obeying Elisha's command to wash in the Jordan seven times. The Jordan didn't have any special power. It was the power of God and obeying him that healed Naaman's leprosy. We also see this in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. This is where Jesus healed the ten people that had leprosy. Jesus performed many miracles and had the power to instantly heal or bring back to life anybody. In this particular instance, he commanded the ten people to go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Again, this shows you must obey God. It is he who heals, he who blesses, and he who provides. It's a delusion to think you can hear God's word, then disobey it without cost. There are many examples of this throughout the Old and New Testaments as well. Moses struck the rock, disobeying God, and was not allowed to enter the promised land. Take a look at 1 and 2 Samuel or 1 and 2 Kings for many other examples in the Old Testament. Sin always has its consequences. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 23, it records the results of spiritual delusion. Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I would declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Those are not the words I want to hear. I want to hear the Matthew 25, verse 21. Well done, good and faithful servant. Jesus makes this clear. True believers do the will of God. Many people might go to church and perform other religious activities, but if they are not obeying God's word, then Christ does not know them. They have chosen those religious activities over true faith in Christ. Always respond immediately to what you know to be God's will for you. 
Many people read the Bible just to read it or, or whatever the reason, but don't really pay much attention to what it says so they can apply it in their lives. How many of you can remember the quadratic equation? Probably not too many. How about naming all the presidents of the United States? We all studied them in school. Well, I'm sure we can all at least name the 50 states, right, that make up the United States? Yeah, you see the point in James's point. If you are not a doer of the word and constantly applying the word of God in your life, it will not be effective service to God. God blesses you when you obey his word. As James states, Scripture is God's perfect law, the law of liberty. Scripture is complete, sufficient, comprehensive, and without error. We are given the spiritual resources to obey God's word, and we are given forgiveness when we fail. It is the law of liberty because you are freed from the guilt of bondage and sin. That is true freedom. Abiding in the Word means to continuously look into God's Word and apply it in your life. When you have that level of commitment, you will be an effective doer. You will be in union with God and will seek to obey His will above all else. As you do this, you will be blessed. That doesn't mean you'll be successful in the eyes of the world, but your priorities and perspectives will be right and you will honor and glorify God. Examine your life in light of God's word. Purify your heart. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. The word of God is our strongest defense against sin and temptation. Be a doer of God's word out of love for God and obedience to him. You will be honored as you honor him, and you will hear those wonderful words, well done, good and faithful servant. Let us pray. Lord, as we study your word, reveal the things in our lives that need to be changed. Then grant us the grace to make those changes so we can live more fully to your glory. Amen.